Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And Rick Swan is our host to be still to be named later, but he's here too. Uh, it is Tuesday, April 25th. Harry and everybody else with you here. A couple things before we get started. Uh, you guys have told us uh, through what Bill has told us that you want topics. Well, you're going to get those topics. Here's what we would challenge you to do. Call in and bring in some of your own topics. Now, you just heard the numbers and how to do it. Uh, you can call in sports lounge at allthingsradio.net. You can email in however you want to get your topics on. We challenge you to bring in topics, too. We will bring in topics, and we challenge you to do the same. This is show number 243, and I think we do have some interesting ways to bring in some good discussion this week, Chris. So here we go. All right. Well, with the agenda, and this is a definitely uh, a week for the first shall be, you know, the, the last is not least by any means, because it's just the way things are going. You want to concentrate on what's going on on the, on the field, on the ice, on the court. So we're doing that first. But then we got the NFL and that's the big kahuna. And that's what's going to happen. And, and ones like college, uh, no two to, to throw in, too. So football will be at the end. So stay tuned because, you know, we're going to get there. But we, we need to talk about these things first. We have NASCAR and golf real quick. Then we go to the NBA postseason, where we stand with that. Everybody's played four games. I think the NHL has two. So we're going to be talking about those and where those series stand and notes around the, those leagues. And baseball is always a lot going on in baseball and then the NFL. So for the NASCAR, we have Kyle Busch, one at uh, the uh, Geico 500 at Talladega. And uh, and Ryan Blaney was second. And Chris Busher was third. So they, they moved on from Talladega. And that's a big, famous track, of course. And didn't have the golf winner. But I did find out that uh, we had a story last, it actually happened last Wednesday. Tiger Woods underwent surgery last Wednesday for uh, post-traumatic uh, arthritis in his right ankle caused by that accident in February 21. And we were actually on the air when that was going on. That was that was kind of crazy. But uh, no timetable for his return yet. So that's why he dropped out uh, the other day of the Masters. So there's, that explains that. So, you know, one of the things that we've been doing, of course, we've been talking about the NBA and we've been talking about Boston, 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 the chances of the Celtics and the Bruins winning, and they're still going along and they're doing okay. But we've forgotten about Denver. I don't think, you know, Denver is almost in the same position as the Celtics. They are uh, the number one team in the West in the NBA. They're, they won their division in hockey, too. I mean, the Bruins had the best regular season, but Celtics didn't have as good a regular. Well, they may have be, had more wins than Denver. I didn't look that up. But in their conference, Denver's at the top. So, you know, we got to watch them in case we're, we see, you know, a team that could come through and uh, maybe win two titles. But uh, we're, here we go. So, so we got in the East, Miami's ahead of Milwaukee, three games to one. Giannis came back. He'd missed a two and three, and he uh, it didn't help. He, they, he, he did okay last night, but they had a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter, and they lost the game. 
And uh, the one that they have not been able to stop uh, Jimmy Butler, who scored 56 points, and that actually tied for, I guess, third all-time in uh, playoff uh, points in a, in a particular game. So that was pretty amazing. So, you know, Miami is uh, certainly taking control of the series. Now, the NBA, there's a stat that says about 95% of the time, if you get ahead three games to one, that you can, uh, you know, win the when the you will win the car the uh, series, I think in the NHL it's got to be much lower. I bet it's eighty eighty five something like that because we have some of those in the NHL too. But anyway, then we move to if, if anybody any wants to throw in any comments on these, uh, you know, feel free just like we do in the NFL. I would um, think with the have, with the Celtics yeah. they would feel much. They're going to feel really good now with the box. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if the box come back and win that series, which is questionable, but even if they did, I would think that's going to help the Celtics down the road. Yeah. It's all it's yeah. all gonna it's it's all gonna depend on how Giannis is and and the, they've got to deal with Philadelphia first because that that's where their bracket is so they'll be dealing with those guys and of course they've got an injury too. The Knicks are leading Cleveland three games to one. Uh, Jalen Brunson is doing really well for the Knicks and basically Donovan Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs is not and it's not like him in the playoffs. He, he's usually done you know very well in the playoffs but you know with Utah in the past but it's not kind of translating this year. So I don't know what's up with that but uh, I haven't heard too many of those games but uh, Knicks are in good shape they go into cleveland we'll have the schedule of the next games in these series in a minute uh philadelphia yeah philadelphia beat uh, brooklyn four games to none and again brooklyn's a workmanlike team they they maintained they stayed out of the play-in and they need to find uh, like some good drafting or they need to bring in like a superstar that's somebody who doesn't isn't a head case they've just had one and this and that and you know with uh, Kyrie and everybody else that they brought in and but they're down to some workmen who are ready to play and a young team and they did have that Mikel Bridges is pretty good so if they can put somebody with him uh, maybe they can do something but Philadelphia uh, was without Joel Embiid the last game he had a knee injury and he's got a good rest now for a week or more so we'll see how that goes for him the coach and said the, uh, the coach says he is questionable or uh, the first yeah. game whenever he, they play. He said for the first few games of the next series, he would say yeah. questionable. I've heard the whole okay. series possibly. Yeah. He's questionable. That's what I've wow. heard the whole series. Okay. So these are, yeah. This is just things opening up for the Celtics. And besides that, you've got Murray who's suspended for the game tonight for Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, and that's right. Celtics leading Atlanta three games to one. They can win it, win it tonight at the Garden here. And uh, Murray is suspended because he made contact. Uh, DeShante Murray, I think his name is. He made contact yeah. with an official. And uh, when you do that in the NBA, you're bye-bye for at least a game. So he will not be playing and he's been their best player in the series. Steve uh, Holman, certainly, Chris, is not a fan of two of the officials on Sunday night. He said Zach Zarba was working with two guys that I don't know how they ever made the NBA official. <laughs> Steve yeah. Holman is from the Johnny Moe school. Yes, he is. He worked with them, and he, he uh, subscribes to the way Johnny Moe used to I, And I think, that, I think that's what makes him humorous is what he, he does. He is, he's fun. He's fun he to is. listen. I've been listening, you know, I've been listening to our games, but our broadcast, but Steve is cool. I like, and he got to spend Patriots Day week in his own hometown, so that's oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Denver beating Minnesota three games to one, and, and Denver uh, – you know, that was a uh, overtime win uh, for Minnesota to stay alive. Uh, so they did do that. So, uh, But they, but they nearly blew that now. game. Uh, they yeah. almost blew it. Go ahead, Robert. Yeah, um, Chris, uh, since I'm keeping more track of the West, Denver is going yeah. to get by the, the Timberwolves, but I think they're going to have trouble in the next round because I, Phoenix is going to create all kinds of problems for them. Um, Denver, yes, is the number one seed. They earned it, but they're they're not uh, cream of the crop, Denver, uh, basketball-wise. They have Jokic, but, and they have good players otherwise, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Phoenix is going to create issues for them in the next round. Well, Phoenix is in control of their series. They lead the Clippers 3-1, to one, and Kawhi is still out, 
right? So uh, yes, yes he is. And Paul George was always always out, but uh, Kawhi's been somebody hurt. was making the argument, and I had never heard about this case, so I'm not going to go into great detail on it because I don't know. So um, Kawhi Leonard's sister was convicted and now sentenced to life without parole for first degree murder. Apparently, she murdered an elderly woman in a casino back in 2019. But yes. somebody was saying that that's why Kawhi didn't play on Thursday and Saturday. And the point of that is, if that were the case, why would he be sitting on the bench then? Yeah, I thought it was an injury. I thought I heard yeah. an injury in no, the game, Lou too. Had, he was Ty injured. Lou had to come out and, and basically tell the media, look, this is not load management. It's not personal issues. He is actually hurt. So yeah. well, I, wouldn't th- I wouldn't think anybody would have load management during the playoffs. No, <laughs> no. That's what it's for. No. It gets you to the playoffs. Right. Uh, Lakers leading Memphis three games to one. And this is, uh, this is you know, uh, of course, Memphis has lost their center Adams there. But, uh, you know, they, uh, they're they still kicking butt here with, with Memphis. And uh, I don't right. know. And Moran yeah. is not 100%. No, no Moran's no. not. And, and you got to look at the Lakers also. They're a seven seed, but they've had injuries. You know, yep. kind of like very similar to Miami. Miami, I mean, they're 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 not really as both teams in these both these cases with Miami and with the Lakers. They're not as bad as their seeds yeah. were because they've had injuries. Plus, like I said, Memphis injuries, Milwaukee, we don't know what's going on with Giannis, kind of the same thing with both teams, mm-hmm. both series. And Carolina. Robert, you need to comment. You need a comment here on uh, this. Has been an up and down series with Sacramento and Golden State. It's been a good series, probably o- overall the best series. What, what, I would what agree. Think, oh yeah. What do well, you think's going to happen now? The, and the TV ratings guys are indicating that on Sunday uh, they had almost 11 million people on ABC watching on Sunday afternoon. So and yeah, so did. far this has been the highest rated series of all mm-hmm. the NBA playoff series so far in the first round. Uh, okay. People are definitely locked in, but Sacramento's got a major problem. De'Aaron Fox could be out for game five. He ended up breaking a finger on Sunday. Um, and uh, if he's on, his able, left, on his left hand, is that his left shooting hand, hand Robert? I think it is. Yeah, it's that, his non-shooting. That's his, that's non-shooting. No, no, that's his shooting hand, that's his dribbling hand, that's his dominant oh. hand. That's why he's oh. out there. So, you know, so and uh, the rest of the series goes like this. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, five, mm-hmm. six, and seven. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, We'll see what happens, but uh, the uh, Kings. This has been this has been the best series to watch so far. Are you confident, Robert, or do you think the you know this I, is well, Fox I think thing? The, I, th- I think the Fox injury has increased the Warriors' chances. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So we got the schedule coming up the next three days with the, these games. So game two, the first one, Atlanta at the Celtics, seven thirty p.m. And Sean could throw on the TV in the background. Uh, what was that? TNT. I think. TNT. TNT. Yeah. Minnesota and Denver is nine p.m. NBA, NBA TV. TV. NBA TV. Then we have the uh, Clippers and Phoenix at 10 p.m. tonight. TNT. TNT. Wednesday we have the Knicks and Cleveland at seven. That is. I think TNT. I think, T- I think TNT is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Are they? Okay. Yeah, Monday through Thursday is TNT during the first round. Yes. Oh, all right. Lakers and Memphis then at uh, 7:30. So that'll be right after that. That's NBA great. TV, I think. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Cleveland, New York. Cleveland, New York is NBA TV. Lakers, okay. Memphis. Lakers is, and is Memphis. Are, okay. Mm-hmm. And Golden State and Sacramento yeah. at 10 o'clock. TNT. Yeah, that would make sense because 7, 7:30, and 10. And then basically, what your teams that play tonight will play Thursday and Saturday. Your teams that play. Tomorrow, if the series keeps going, it will be Monday, uh, Friday you know, Wednesday, Sunday. Uh, Friday and Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Wednesday. And, of course, they, they had to make some adjustments because the Celtics and uh, <clears throat> Bruins were both lined up to play tonight. So the NHL backed off a day and juggled their series a little bit. So, um, so Draymond Green was suspended because we want to finish up on that story. We mentioned that. But they won the game that he was suspended from with Celtics. Here you go. Yeah. 
Uh, Mike Brown has got his uh, coach of the year second time for him, and he won it in, to Cleveland in 2009. So that's good for him, the coach of uh, the Kings. Uh, now coaching uh, Sacramento, Nick Nurse was fired by Toronto and uh, rumored, uh, you know, he was then uh, rumored for Houston, but that didn't turn out. We'll get to that in a minute. Nope. But he coached them. He won the title his first year there in 1819. Yep. And then, uh, you know, but I, we heard from our friend Dave in Toronto, who's a, not a big basketball fan, but he's a Toronto sports fan. He said that just players have been leaving, whether it's a Canadian dollar or something of that sort. Don't really know, but, uh, you know, they haven't been able to maintain their, their people. And so, I think Nick Nurse will get an, he'll get another shot at coaching oh, yeah. somewhere because oh he will uh, he's a good coach he he's um of course he coached here in the g league well it wasn't the g league at the time but he coached here you know in minor league uh he's a former northern iowa panther so clearly oh, well, he's got some he's got some backing here <laughs> yeah there you go um malcolm brogdon of the celtics named the sixth man of the player uh, six man this year big acquisition by brad stevens this year picking him up that was really a good acquisition he settles them down he's a veteran's presence they need sometimes they get a little little crazy out there and he's he's excellent for for situations like that Chris Paul, Paul had lost 13 straight games until the other day when uh, with Scott Foster as referee until he won. But the Celtics apparently have a Scott Foster problem, too, because yeah. I just was going by a sports hub the other day, and they said, well, Scott, once I saw Scott Foster was going to be referee, and I knew the Celtics weren't going to win. So, you know, nobody's happy with Scott Foster. And uh, that yeah. could be that he's doing a good job. Who, who knows what that means? Well, it's not, uh, always, it's not always a team that has trouble with Like some of these referees, and I'm not sure if Foster is one of them, the, the Feds call him an extender. If one team is way ahead, you put yeah. this referee in, in, and he's going to let the underdog win to, to extend the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, the people were putting it that way. The Nets have now lost 10 playoff games in a row because they lost their last two against Milwaukee in 21, the four against the Celtics, and the four against Philadelphia. So that's not a streak you want to have. Um, the Nuggets have been – this is their 38th postseason, and they have, they have no title in the ABA or the NBA. 38 playoffs. This is the longest streak in, uh, you know, in America, not making – you know, being in the uh, postseason and not, not making it. And we mentioned uh, Houston. Ime Odoka has, is being hired by Houston. I guess they haven't had the official Lock press up your women. So, yeah, they're going to have to vet him very carefully, or they feel they have. And uh, he's going to Houston, uh, the home, former home of uh, Deshaun Watson. So we'll see how that all works <laughs> out. But, anyway. hey, maybe he, maybe I, he can give us some good massage parlors. Yeah. I assume, I assume there will be some clauses in his contract of, you know, if we have any of these issues, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, no, and they'll they'll be they'll shoot first and ask questions later. As far as that's concerned, I'm sure. Okay, so we're moving on to the NHL. Any more NBA talk, Thirst? Though first, anybody no. got any NBA stuff? No, I think we covered it. I think we hit it. All good. right, hockey. Here we go. Now, some of these, you know, the problem with hockey, especially in the West. So Robert's going to have to help us out with the West. Rick's Rick's a man of leisure. He can stay up later. He might know about some of this too. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, some of these games, and also it is not easy to get goalie names when they change the goalie and you you try to remember from one game to the next who the goalie is, and you ask me to say you get goalies from three years ago. It's not like the quarterbacks who are updated all the time. So anyway, uh, in the East, the uh, Bruins are ahead fell, uh, Florida three games to one. Um, they went down to Florida and won the two games on over the weekend and uh, took control of the series. They're, they can wrap that up uh, tomorrow night. And it looks like uh, um, uh, what's his name? It's Bergeron. Gonna be, Bergeron is going to be back uh, tonight, they think. So uh, that's a step in the right direction for the Bruins. And, and the Flyers switched goalies, but it really uh, hasn't It's been no different, really. I think the other guy played decent. I think this guy played decent, too. The Bruins just have been dominant, especially uh, the last couple of periods in Florida on Sunday. So anyway, then we go to Toronto and Tampa Bay, three games to one. This is this is a crazy thing because Toronto 
went in there. They got embarrassed in their first game in Toronto. And here the Maple Leafs fans had to be saying, here we go again. We haven't won a series in 2004. And, uh, and they, then they came back and they pounded Tampa Bay themselves in game two. And they, okay, that's fine. But then they came back and won, especially last night. They were down three to one with 10 minutes to go, came back, tied it up and won it in overtime. So they won four to one. Four to one. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. So they were, they were behind and, and then, then they took control of the series. Now, the question is, you know, we have a, a more of a comeback record in the NHL for this kind of stuff. So we'll see if they can hang on to it. They they had a four to one lead going into the third period of game seven in 2013 against the Bruins. Like any team who's lost, like the Red Sox, like the Cubs, when you have these kind of streaks going, you can talk about the, the drop, you know, Bartman. You can talk about Bill Buckner. You can talk. You've got legends that call, that you go back to. This is why we didn't win. You know, so there's stuff that they still have ghosts in their closet. So we'll see how they whether they can pull this out. But, you know, um, then we, we go on. Uh, the uh, Carolina and the Islanders is three games to one. Islanders have played as well as they can, but Carolina just seems to really have it together, Rick, to me. Yeah, well, they do in the series. I mean, I, I wasn't crazy about the way they ended the regular season. I thought they kind of limped in at the end of the season. The Islanders, they just they just can't score. They're, they're no. a checking, hard-hitting you know, defensive team, but they, they just can't put the puck in the net. Yeah, yeah. And then and New Jersey and the Rangers is a heck of a series. Two games to two, and all the games have been won on the road. Yep. Jersey went into MSG and won those two, and, and, and uh, Nick said, I mean, the Rangers have beaten them in New Jersey. So when they changed goalie, the guy named Schmidt, I can't get his first name, don't remember, but he's come out, come back in, and he's played a lot better. And their whole, what they were saying at the end of the Rangers game on the radio was they were saying that their whole style of New Jersey seems to have changed, become a lot more defensive, a lot more like playoff hockey, because they lost those first two five to one. So, you know, this is going to be a series right down to the end, it looks like, uh, you know, the best series in this round in the East. And then we've got uh, Denver and Seattle, and Seattle, and we knew they were good but they're uh, really putting up a fight here with denver robert uh yeah um colorado has not been healthy all year uh they've had multiple and they've missed their captain gabriel lendicott the entire season of course he's out for the entire playoffs no matter how long they go mm-hmm. um so and uh i give credit to dave hackstall and second year running that franchise uh, they've got some good players there i think i think colorado will eventually win but uh, seattle's going to put up one hell of a fight so. Another good fight at Dallas and Minnesota, two games apiece, and that yeah. one seems pretty evenly matched. I don't, I don't know who's going. That is, match. that is evenly matched because the Blues are not in, so I'm watching that series. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. evenly watching the, matched. Watching the Wild, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and and it also helps with the Wild that um, the announce the announcer who used to be with the Iowa Wild, Joe O'Donnell, is of course now the announcer for the Minnesota Wild. He's pretty good. He is good. And, and and if you want to hear a real Minnesota accent, listen to that color man. I don't know who he is, but boy, Tom, oh boy. Tom Reed is his name. And okay. I guess if you – they do Twitter questions at the end of the period. And if you um, – if your uh, question is the best one, you get a uh, gift certificate to Tom Reed's re- uh, restaurant. Oh, good. That's, that's worth doing. I'm um, actually going to chime in on a hockey thing here. Hold right. on. Now, this is funny. Just write this down, people. Write this down, people. I was I was in an establishment the other day and talking about Dallas, Minnesota, and there's a guy. He moved here. He, he was a North Star fan, but, of course, he still is bitter because the North Stars moved to Texas, even though he lives in Texas now. <laughs> but like he said, the big talk up there is – us going after the team that abandoned us with our new team and putting them in our place. Yeah, even though it's 30 years later, there's still that bitterness going on up in Minnesota. I wonder how many A's fans are left in Kansas City, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Or how many will be at Oakland when they move. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Vegas Golden Knights in Winnipeg, uh, three to one Vegas. This seems like, you know, Winnipeg's got a nice, as they say, a nice team, but they just don't (laughs) seem to really have the firepower that Vegas does, you know. 
Now, this Edmonton-Los Angeles series, this was crazy because the other day I listened to the first part of that game and the Oilers couldn't get out of their way and they got behind three to nothing and they changed goalies too and I don't remember who they brought in. That settled them down, just changed the vibe and they ended up coming back winning in overtime four to four and that was in L.A. So that was pretty... Five to four, yeah. But it's winning four to four. You can't do that. <laughs> went to overtime, so they won five to four. And uh, so you know, it, it it just sometimes it just changes the vibe on a team to just feel a little more stable about things. So uh, anyway, so the schedule upcoming for Game Five, we have the Islanders of Carolina tonight at seven p.m. I don't know the TV networks for uh, these, but uh, ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. Minnesota and Dallas are, are at eight. TBS. TBS. All right. Late. Uh, the. Uh, uh, Kings are at Edmonton at 9.30. ESPN. All right. Wednesday, we have Florida at the Bruins at 7. I haven't uh, looked, but I would guess that's ESPN. Yeah, I think it's yeah. probably. So. Yeah. Seattle and Colorado, 9.30. And that is ESPN also. Yeah. And then Thursday, uh, we could, so that's what I mean. They juggled some games around, uh, you know, maybe for the Knicks series, for the Celtics series. I don't even know. Tampa Bay at Toronto at 7. So that was kind of uh, weird for them because they're not involved in the building. But I guess they want to be on the same track as the Bruins uh, or uh, whoever wins that series, maybe, or, or beyond. I don't know what they're doing. Tampa Bay, Toronto, 7. We have the Rangers in New Jersey at 7.30. And we have Winnipeg and Vegas at 10. So that's what we, what we got for those. The first one will be TBS, and the other two will be ESPN 730. I won't be ESPN. I think that'll be TBS and ESPN 2 because the draft will be on ESPN. So so there was a little article that came out during the week that says that the NHL notes, uh, you know, Ratings are slightly down, but they, it really came down to that there was more games this year put on, and they were up against some NFL games. It sounded like they're pretty much where they always have been. You know, nothing really uh, major is going on. So, uh, you know, that's kind of the uh, the gist of the article that, that we had. And then the Canadian, well, the Toronto hockey broadcasters and none of the Toronto broadcasters are traveling. And it turns out it's not the government because I asked our friend Dave that I mentioned up in Toronto whether this was something from the government. He said, no, it's uh, Bell Media and Rogers Communications, and they just don't want to spend the money to send radio or TV broadcast broadcasters anywhere. So they're They're hanging out with the Angels owner. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's just very unfortunate because it really there are times like I, I was listening to the Toronto game the other night on Saturday and they said the screen is frozen there, there was a battle along the boards but we can't you know tell you what's happening but the screen's still frozen the screen's still frozen okay now and then he I mean they were very honest about it Dave uh, you know Joe Bowen is a great announcer and so I still listened to him even though the crowd was soft and everything like that our friend Dave was also talking about the listening to a Jays game he doesn't even listen to their road games anymore because the crowd will go away for a while and come back and go away and uh, i think we had the story a couple weeks ago of a fly, fire alarm in their building so it's ridiculous <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that yeah, yeah but Win- winnipeg and edmonton apparently are uh, traveling because they're not under the curse of those uh, corporations so greedy corporations did it not the government so uh but here's okay. the thing we, i mean we talk about traveling broadcasters so while we're on that topic i yeah. know it's a different sport but mm-hmm. apparently the angels radio is not traveling but from what i heard i was listening to xm this morning their tv guys are traveling Okay. Yeah. Their TV, their TV's paid by Valley Sports, and the or well, for now, while they're while yeah, they're they still can travel until they go bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah for now, that's why. 
Yeah. Okay. And Justin Braun. And I, I have to admit, uh, Robert, not that I'm a Western fan, although he played for Philadelphia, but I didn't, had not heard of this guy. But he played 13 years. Justin Braun, a defenseman, yep. retired, played for San Jose, Philadelphia, and the Rangers for 13 years. And I guess yes. it didn't make a, a name enough for me to know about him. Uh, well, he was a stay-at-home defenseman. He was not known for, uh, you know, assists or, or goals. or He, he was your uh, typical uh, keep, of, uh, keep the puck out of the net, block shots. Uh, get in fights when need be. Very yeah. good guy. Apparently, he's going to go to work for the Sharks organization now. Oh, good. All right. Sure. Or- organization. Got to yep. say it right if we're going to do a Canadian thing here. Okay. So that's it for hockey. Anybody got any comments? Well, it's just it's just interesting that you know every year we get to this time when the NBA and the NHL playoffs start, and there's always exceptions, but for the most part, especially in the first round, the NBA is usually pretty much chalk, and the NHL has some yeah. great upsets. And this year, the NHL, I think, I think every highest seeded team in the NHL so far is either even or ahead in the series, and the NBA has a seven and an eight seed with three games and one lead. <laughs> yeah, it is different this year. But Rick and I were talking the other day because we were talking about the Bruins and the Celtics were basically in the same uh, boat, you know, uh, going on the road one to one, whatever it was. And, but we were saying that usually there tends to be more of a gap between, you know, a one seed in the, and an eight seed in the NHL than a one seed. In the NBA, there's more of a gap in the NHL is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I think that that's why you get more upsets. And, of course, the hot, the goalie, and they're, they're all looking for the hot goalie. That's why we've yeah. had a lot of goalie changes in the middles of these series. And it's working to some degree. Like New Jersey, he's not been spectacular, but he, because they're also playing defense in front of him, I think that's what it is. It isn't that he's making 50 saves a game. It's just that the style of the Devils has changed. And they've yeah, got the, the athletes team rallies yeah, right. So, any more uh, hockey before we go to baseball? No. All right. So, Clayton Kershaw won his uh, 200th game the other day, and that's like the the new 300. I mean, you just don't – the way the starters have to, you know, curtail their innings and not get as many starts and everything else, that's kind of the new gold standard, I would think. Maybe 250, but 200 is very good. The only other people to win 200 in Dodger uniforms are Don Sutton and Don Drysdale. And, uh, of course, Sutton went on to win more than that because he went on to other teams. But the, with the uh, Sodger, uh, Sutton won 233 and Drysdale won 209 with the Dodgers. So um, Hunter Green, and this is something Bill can comment on. I think this is a good idea for Cincinnati. Hunter Green uh, was extended by Cincinnati uh, six years for $53 million to take him through the 24th or 29th season. And he's a real fireballer, and he really shut down the Red Sox, I remember, last year. So what do you think about that, Bill? Well, it's a pretty good deal, and, you know, if he improves, he hasn't won any games this year, so we'll see. Uh, he was on the verge, but if you don't score any runs of, like right. the Reds, I mean, what can you expect? They score zero on Sunday, and Pittsburgh scores two. So here you go again, but I think it's a good idea to extend the players. And they got him at the point where if he had a great year this year, whoever down the road or they'd they think about right. trading him or whatever, they can keep him and he can have his good years there. You know, the deal would be then then, then he might be getting to a 15, 20 a year guy. And this is how you bring the guys in. You get them at a, at a hometown discount because you're giving them a whole bunch of money up front, you know, and you're putting faith in them. And that's what the Braves do all the time. That's, you know, that's what they did for a change. Giancarlo Stanton is out once again, six weeks with a left hamstring strain. And uh, he's missed, uh, I went through a thing on the Globe, he's missed almost half his games in the last, like, six years or something like that. Maybe maybe uh, a third of his games. He's, he's oft injured, so we say. And Jeffrey Springs, 
may need, uh, I think he is going to have Tommy John surgery. I think that did become official. So I uh, believe he's already had it, Chris. Yeah, for Tampa Bay. So uh, yeah, let's see. So the Oakland A's are going to build the, and we, this is a big topic in baseball this week, and it certainly has been on our group. They're going to build a retractable roof stadium, and I guess it's going to be right off across from the, uh, on the, you know, right off the strip across from where the Knights play, Golden Knights. Yep. And so, uh, I don't know, Robert, why don't you start talking about it and then anybody can throw in who wants to. Well, it's it's simple. Um, uh, this team has needed a new stadium. Uh, apparently, the city of Oakland has tried to negotiate with this organization for the last 20-some-odd years, uh, ever since John Fisher became the owner in 2005. And he just made his mind up that, you know, no, I'm not dealing with California. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, you know, and his... His product on the field has pretty much proven that because last year he traded, they traded Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Chris Bassett, several, Marcus, Marcus Simeon left as a free agent. I mean, Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. Any yeah. time uh, a player shows promise is going to be good. Oh, we, we have to pay him. Time to get rid of him. I, I don't have any faith in this ownership. Uh, I wish to God they could sell. Uh, but the, the way it's going to work for, for uh, legal purposes, they're going to be in Oakland this year. They'll be in Oakland next year. And then uh, it looks like they're going to play in the minor league ballpark in Vegas at 25 and 26. And the new 30 to 35,000 seat retractable roof stadium is supposed to open uh, in 27. But we'll see that, what happens. There's that's a lot assuming, of yeah, that's assuming, Robert, because I was hearing from JT the Brick on uh, Mad Dog last night. He said some of the politicians in Vegas are now starting to have. <coughs> cold feet because of exactly what you said the owner will not yeah. commit to spending money no he uh you know in baseball i know we've all picked on the pirates and we picked on the red uh but in baseball right now john fisher is the worst owner in major league baseball and i don't know what uh, what he has but rod manford is in total support of him he is uh, uh he even he even put an article uh in in the paper saying uh, oh, he doesn't have to worry about spending money until the new stadium is built. Uh, we're going to support him all the way. You know, uh, I I don't know what leverage this guy has, but I followed the team ever since I was a kid, and uh, you know, this this is the worst I've ever seen. We have a shot at breaking the Mets all-time record for worst record in baseball. So through well, Sunday, there was, it uh, go ahead, uh, Chris, and then Sean. Yeah, through Sunday, just to, to amplify this, we got statistics there, 4-18. and 18. And, and now remember, the Orioles did go 0-21 uh, in, in 88. So they're 4-18, and 18, uh, the worst run differential in that number of games, and the worst ERA in that number of games ever. So even if they, they did win some games, and the most, I forget how many, but a whole bunch of 10, run, 10 or more run losses. I mean, they're just being, it's like a triple-A team in there. Yeah. Well, just hold on just one second, Sean. When the Cubs were there last week, um, it, it was terrible. I mean, I, I've never heard so few people there. And uh, when they do something that they call the Benny's Bever Depot attendance game to where they guess the attendance. And I mean, you were having them guess 4,000, 3,000 and something. And Zach Zaidman did his guess on Tuesday. And he said, boy, he said, there's not even, he said, there can't be 3,000 people in this stadium. He said, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Sean. 
And what I was wondering, though, okay, yeah, we already know, okay, there's politicians in Vegas talking about thinking, oh, this may not be a good idea. He's bought the land, but yet he doesn't want to pay. He only wants to pay half. Fisher does. but And Manford's staying behind him. Is Manford just looking at, oh, we got to get a team in Vegas somehow, and it's better to um, get one of these unhappy teams you know, no, what he's whole, thinking, he... no, what he's thinking, Sean, is this. We need to get the A's problem resolved. We need to get the Rays problem resolved. Then we can do expansion because then the owners are all going to get about $5 billion a piece. Right, right. That's how, he's, he's, looking, thinking, that's how yeah. he's looking at it. I got you now. Yeah, that's true. That makes more sense. And one, okay. one other thing to consider here, guys. Remember, when the Washington Nationals moved from uh, Montreal, they had to pay a relocation fee. Well, guess what? John Fisher doesn't have to pay a dime for moving to Las Vegas because Major League Baseball has waived that. Yeah, but did they have to pay that because they were moving into Baltimore's territory? No, they no, they had to pay the Orioles extra money. You are correct, but the, apparently the standard rule, Chris, I don't know, you're, you're the one on the panel that might know this, but whenever a Major League Baseball team has moved in the past, they've always had to pay Major League Baseball a relocation fee. So... Uh, yeah, I think it depends on on the circumstances. For example, when they when they when the pilots they were just reminding me of this the other day when the Red Sox from Milwaukee and the pilot they went to spring training not knowing whether they were going to go to. They said, "Let us know in Denver the flight." Uh, you know, the the team flight left uh, Arizona. They said, "Let us know at Denver whether we're going northwest or we're going east." You know, and yeah. uh, so that may be of just uh, just whatever we can do. We, you know, I think it depends on who the commissioner is, what teams are, because it's like any other organization. I think they can change the rules as they go along. You know. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I this this owner is so bad. He doesn't deserve any privileges. Uh, I wish somebody else could buy this team. I really do. But there's okay. no way to there's no way to force him out because he's not a Daniel Snyder. He's not a Donald Sterling. You don't hear anything negative right. about you know him doing things behind right. the scenes. And we'll keep up on that topic. It, it it's this is not the last you'll hear about it. I oh no. no oh no. Well, we're going to probably hear about something about this next week, too. Uh, Madison Bumgarner was uh, sent uh, for assign, assigned, uh, designated for assignment for the uh, by uh, Arizona. And uh, this was done on last Thursday. So he's got 10 days uh, to, you know, either be claimed by another team who would uh, then just pay the minimum or the, the Arizona. No, no, no. If he's cla- no, no, Chris, no. if he's claimed, they have to pay the whole $34 million. Oh, no. Well, then no, no one's going to claim him. Yeah, so no, then we they, can do that. So they're going to either work out a trade with Arizona where Arizona will agree to pick up X amount or he'll just become a free agent and Arizona will have to pay a whole bunch of, you know, anything but the minimum. Then I guess. somebody can pick him up yeah. for the minimum. That's right. Correct. So that's probably what's going to happen. Or the, or a trade. It could be somebody. They supposedly owe him $34 million now at this yes. point for the next two years. Okay. And let's see what else we got. Um, hmm. Oh, while you're, look, while yeah. you're looking, uh, Nelson Velasquez has been called up by the Cubs again. I don't know what the corresponding roster move is, but that and happened Perry, a little bit ago. And Perry, while he's looking, the rumor is about Baumgartner. If uh, if he clears waivers and nobody picks him up, and you know, and uh, the the 10-day rumor passes, whoever picks him up, the rumor is they may convert him into a reliever uh, huh. to try to do the okay. whole Dennis Eckersley kind of move and okay. make him a closer. So. Well, the thing I picked up. And by the, way, by the way, by the way, by the way, Chris, before you go on, Bill, before yep. make sure you're standing by because if, when we get to the baseball, I do have a Joey Votto question. So go ahead, Chris. Okay. All right. Uh, what I was going to say is Tampa Bay homered again last night, so they've done it in 23 straight games, which uh, the old record for the start of the season was set by Seattle in 2019 with 21. The all-time record is uh, in 2002. Texas did it 27 in a row, and uh, so that's uh, pretty amazing. 
so uh, and they you know this was not supposed to be a, a hitting team this was supposed to be maybe a pitching team but uh you know that's that's what they're doing they're they're making the red sox are at 500 in the last place in this division and they, they you know naturally being at 500 in the middle of the league they're better than about six teams in the league but they're last in their division and if you finish last three can get in in your division you can't get in if you're finishing last so the red sox have to do something about uh, max scherzer was suspended 10 games for uh, sticky stuff like we, we used to have a couple of years ago and uh, he, I guess, uh, was questioning the umpire and this and that. But uh, it turns out that, Who's you know, sticky? yeah, too sticky. That's right. And he Dan Bellino said, uh, Dan Bellino said those are the stickiest fingers he's felt in three years since we did this. And the gloves were sticky, too. The gloves yeah. were and awesome. the, re- the reason the reason probably is when he they told him to go wash his hands, he washed his hands with rubbing alcohol and apparently rubbing alcohol makes this stuff stick even more. <laughs> yeah, that was right. Yeah. Okay. Um, now on the other side of the coin and we have, uh, you know, we need to praise the pirates when they, when they do a couple of good things. There's uh, as of uh, Sunday or so they're 16 and seven, the best start since 1992 when they made the uh, league championship series. Remember that famous game with Sid Bream and all that stuff. Uh, against the Braves, so that was the last time they were really good. They made the wild card a couple of times, but that's that's pretty uh, amazing. Uh, and you know it, they and now so then they turned around and also made another major league move. And whether it'll work out, we don't know. We were talking about it before the show, but they signed uh, Brian Reynolds to uh, uh, eight years for 106.75 uh, minutes, uh, uh, a million, and he's limited no trade contact uh, contract and uh, no opt out. Nope. So they they got him, boy. You know they got they want him. They got him. The question um, you had, Perry, was how good he is to get that kind of money. Yeah, I would just wonder. I mean, he's he's an okay player, but I wonder is is he really worth an eight year contract? Right. You know. No. Um, also, the uh, roster move just came down. Nelson Velasquez recalled from Iowa. Cody Bellinger is on the paternity list, so that is oh, okay. the roster move for the Cubs. And my Joey Votto question, Bill, is I had heard about three weeks ago that he was rehabbing in Louisville. Is he still rehabbing this long? No, he was only given twenty. Again? No, he's not hurting well. I don't know what the deal is, <laughs> but he he had twenty days in Louisville. He right. Quit a week early off his rehab. He's been back in Cincinnati, and he has to wait another potentially up to 20 days to go on another rehab assignment. In other words, they don't know what to do with him. They owe him $25 million. He probably should retire. But, I mean, if I had $25 million, I probably wouldn't retire. Is he still injured? Well... You know, that's a matter of opinion. He's played, I mean, he's played 15 or 20 games for Louisville, and he played a lot in spring training. He's just not hitting, and maybe he still is injured. I don't know the case, but the Reds are still on the hook for $25 million to get him through the year. Then they well, will... that's what they want him for is hitting. Well, that's not going to happen. Good luck to them. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, an interesting story about paternity leave. We had a one-day paternity leave, and this is a cool story. Uh, Yu Chang is the Red Sox. You know, he's been on some other teams, but he's been playing shortstop lately here, and he's starting to hit a little bit, doing okay. Well, he went on a one-day paternity leave because he could not possibly get to Taiwan and get back for the birth of his child, so they did it by FaceTime. So he got to see everything and not have to go anywhere. Okay. He just missed like Wednesday's game and came wow. back Thursday and hit a home run for his kids. So that was pretty cool. So anyway. Nine months earlier, too. Yeah. yeah. No, the, and they didn't do that by FaceTime. No, they oh, couldn't yeah. do that by FaceTime. <laughs> okay. So we're about to go to football. Any more baseball? 
Robert, yeah, go ahead. Robert, the, go ahead. The rule then, for the fraternity is you get three days when you're on that list. So. That's what I said. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead Rick. It. I was just going to say we mentioned that you know Tampa Bay's uh, Tampa's record of hitting home runs, but they're also fourteen and zero at home this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they are. Yeah, really. I, I wonder now are we going to start to think now that they've they're still doing so well and we're a little ways in now that Tampa might be for real. I mean, everybody's like, oh, they haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. Well, you know, I wonder when I we're going to remember those thirty-five and five Tigers, and you know that was it. Yeah. I mean, once once that happened, that yeah. was the season was over for everybody else in the division. So yeah. anyway, so Sean, you had a story. Let's do this first in the football. Any more for baseball? I'm sorry before we move to football. No. Good. All right. So Dennis Dodd had a report from the Athletic or CBS Sports, wherever. And uh, uh, so Dennis Dodd is with CBS Sports. CBS Sports. Yes, CBS Sports. And yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have a change in the rules in college football. Sean, go ahead. Uh, yes. First time since 1968. The clock will not stop after first downs except in the last two minutes of each half because right now, unlike the NFL and college football, it stops. And when you get, like I said, think of those Mike Leach, Cliff Kingsbury, Texas Tech teams playing Oklahoma State in those 58 to 54 games and stuff. I mean, first down after first, those were four and a half, five hour games. So, yeah. because it would have to stop every time. So now it's just going to be like the NFL. And yep. now, so, and, and a lot of college football, too. a lot of college football, Sean, has gotten to the point games are really approaching four hours, most of them. More than that sometimes, yeah. And TV, and especially they're paying. <laughs> You know, TV's pushing this. Now, there's been people talking about, oh, they need to shorten the halftime. I don't think they're going to do that because they have the bands and stuff. They give them, no, you know, no, I don't they're going to keep it at 20. That. But this will knock off a lot of time, especially if you have a throwing team, a high-powered Mike Leach-type team. With, I mean, no, he's not with us, but you know what I mean. That type of mm-hmm. air raid team, it'll cut a lot of time off. A lot of coaches, he may not be with us, but a lot of coaches certainly play that way. Oh, they love that air raid. He, he, he's got and, a lot fans, of and fans like it because they love the scoring. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, how many sports talk shows have I heard on Sunday morning getting ready for the NFL? And like I usually listen to FAN in the morning. Did you see that Oklahoma State did such and such game? And I go, oh, well, I, was, I yeah. couldn't go to bed. It was 12 o'clock, and I'm watching this crazy game. I couldn't stop. You know, oh, yeah. people love it, you know. Well, we finally got it. our trade. The Aaron Rodgers trade has finally happened. Green Bay trading to Aaron Rodgers for the 2020, uh, this is to the Jets, of course, 2023 first pick of the Jets, 23 fifth, fifth pick, and uh, and then the uh, Jets are getting the 23-1 and 2 from Green Bay, and then, uh, no, no, 20, what is, I screwed this up. Um, yeah, Jets, Jets are getting 23, no, I'm sorry, Green Bay's getting the Jets 23-1. Yeah, and Green two. Bay's 23-1 and 2, yeah. and then they're getting the 23-6, and in, yeah. and they could get a 2 and 24 or 1 and 24, depending on whether he starts 65% of the game. Yeah, uh, That's what they said. Well, so, Green Bay, I found that if he plays, if he plays. Oh, plays, okay. okay. Yeah, Green I Bay, that, I think I most people it. would tell you that Green Bay did very well in that trade, so holding out for yeah. them probably worked for them that they did very well. Yeah, I think they got yeah, three. They're getting three of the top forty-five. Sean, is that what yep, they say? That is correct. Yeah, three of the top forty-five. Yeah, because yeah. remember Miami. There's only thirty-one picks in the draft in the first round this year because Miami lost their pick because of the uh, you know the the stuff uh, the tampering scandal and all that, and they lost a pick. So, but yeah, and even the Jets, they still they all they do is go down two two spots. They still got to keep their first round pick. I mean, technically. They still get to keep a first-round pick. There must be somebody that Green Bay thinks that they can move up two spots to get. Yeah. That that must be what's going on. 
I heard they may be they may be targeting that Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, and that that they were afraid that the Patriots might be taking him, and that's who they're moving ahead of you. <laughs> that's Patriot <laughs> paranoia again around here. But the thing I keep I thought of, and I'm sure this is something that Felger and Maz would have said, you know, well then Green Bay can move up and they can take Matt Jones off our hands if this guy this these probably this guy they like is probably better than what we got anyway. You know, I can hear all the Patriot talk. It's just crazy. Yeah. I didn't hear them say that. I'm just saying that's the kind of stuff they could set around here. So. Just the thing uh, I've just heard people around here on the fourth shows you know they they were hoping that the Packers would take a quarterback because I mean you guys have heard me say it before and now the fans are saying it Jordan love is not the answer (laughs) yeah so all right I I told Rick this before the show and and we're not expecting a whole lot because I sure didn't hear much about it but apparently there was some kind of a betting deal in the Detroit Lion locker room and people have been do we know how many people have been suspended and what they're suspended for or or is that even come down yeah yeah there's I believe there's five Lions and one Commander right, right. suspended. Now, like three of the Lions have been, or three of the Lions and and the Commander, I think, have actually been suspended for the entire season. Uh, these I heard these names, but most of them I have never heard of. The only one I've heard of is the rookie rookie wide receiver from Detroit last year, Jamison Williams, who was supposed to be a great talent, but he was injured. Everybody knew he was injured coming into the year last year. Finally showed up the end of the year and looked pretty good. Now, he's one of the guys that only has a six-game suspension. Uh, but that's the only name I knew. And, and that, from what I understand, the difference is, is that the guys who got suspended for six games were not betting on the on the NFL. Correct. But they were betting on college games, and they were doing it from team facility, and you can't do that. Okay. So I'm assuming the, the guys who got suspended for the whole year maybe were betting on NFL games. My, my guess is, though, Rick, that those two guys who did it from the facilities, I'll bet they were the only two that got caught. I'll bet others have been doing that. Yeah. Too. Well, like, oh, yeah. I'm, and yeah. I'm no technology whiz, but like I was seeing somebody say today that they were saying, you know, if you, if you did it and you didn't use the team Wi-Fi, you probably would never get caught. That's, That's correct. Nope. Yeah. Use your own data and stuff. But we've yeah. got about 10, 10 minutes to go, and we have an event coming up Thursday evening. Uh, before we get to that event, though, Pierre, go ahead and unmute, and we would be able to talk to you. <clears throat> Hello, Pierre. Hockey's over, Pierre. Is he still napping from the hockey talk? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, go ahead, and then when he unmutes, we'll, we'll get okay. to it. Well, all right, so we got the draft. I guess uh, you here. guys were – Okay, uh, there he is. Oh, yeah, all right, go ahead, Pierre. Uh, now, Pierre, maybe you know a little bit more about this, but the Southeastern Conference is trying to figure out a way to stop the fans from storming the field because – uh, I have heard that, yes. Yes, uh, yes and, they have. yeah, I've heard that. Right, and some of the suggestions they're making, uh, say uh, say LSU were to beat Alabama and LSU fans would storm the field. Well, then uh, the uh, for the next three years, LSU would have to go to Alabama to play it. Whoa. Yes. What uh. they're going to have, what they're probably going to have to do, Pierre, if they, if they really want to stop that, I think they need to do something about people throwing things too. Remember from that, Ole Miss game, not this past year, but the right. other the year before that, they need to do something about that. But what you're going to have to do is it's going to have to cost them games or something like. Now, if they, you know, if you have to go for the next three years, that would be probably helpful. But because uh, obviously, when what they have been doing for those who don't know is they have been they'll fine you like three quarters of a million dollars. Well, some booster will just pay that off and it's over. Yeah, right. yeah. But have uh, there been? Are they? Are, what's their reason? Is it they're afraid of injury? Yes. yes. 
yeah, dangerous. Okay. <laughs> oh, but uh, but one of the uh, suggestions they're making, and I'm strictly against it. Say LSU were, was to beat Alabama, and LSU fans would storm the field. You'd forfeit the game. No, ah, no, that's not. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. dig moats. Yeah. I think that that's first I idea isn't isn't a bad idea. You are kind of penalizing the fans, and you are maybe two, maybe two years, not not three. Well, yeah, but I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't two out of the next three years? But you would be, be you would be, anyway, yeah, right? because you would be playing there the next year anyway. Yeah, so yeah. It, so it make it the year losing. after and delay the home game because these right. kids live for today yeah. and they, oh my God, I'm never going to see Alabama again. You and know, most, and you know, with the with NIL and the transfer portal the way it is, half these kids aren't going to be there next year anyway. No, I'm talking about the fans. The fans might say, well, I would like to see Alabama in my senior year. That's right. That's know? right. That's right. But, you yeah. know, when you come up from, from, from a player standpoint, you know, with the way it is, they wouldn't be able to be there anyway next. Good good topic, Pierre. And uh, yeah. we will, yeah. let's hit the draft, though, because we are coming down to the stretch. Yeah, well, yeah. so uh, what do you guys, I guess we'll just throw it out. Sean, you had some stuff. Rick, you probably got some stuff. What do you guys hear in the rumor mill? That's basically what it is, well, and then we'll go from there. I'm, I'm hearing, of course, well, C.J. Stroud's stock is dropping big time. I have heard that. He's dropping. Yeah, first of all, Houston doesn't want him. And here's their reason. This is even before. They didn't want him because he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson. Last week, there was a rumor about a trade with the Colts, but that kind of fell by the wayside. Now they've talked about somehow getting Trey Lance, but they're talking about going with another guy like Will Anderson possibly instead. But I've heard his stock is dropping, and he failed the Wonderlick test. So yep. that's what I'm hearing. Pretty the, much. Rumor, also, the rumor I've heard, Sean, on Trey Lance is that he might he may wind up with the Vikings so they can kind of move on from Cousins. I've heard that, too. I've heard that also. And, okay. Uh, yeah. um, the funny Rick? thing is, John Lynch has come out and said that we're not you know, seeking a trade for Trey Lance. Well, that's yeah, fine. You know, but it doesn't mean you're not listening to Paul. Oh, they'll listen. That's right. Listen. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We, we always hear about around here on our organizations, due diligence. It would be, you've got to do your due diligence, which means you have to listen to all offers and, and consider everything. You know, that's like how we're going to get uh, uh, Otani. You know, we're going to do our due diligence. So, so we come up short. <laughs> um, Chris, the way you guys spend money, I do not believe you're getting Otani. No. I hate no, we're not. <laughs> But they're going to, but Jaime, Jaime was asked and he said something like, well, we look at every player, everybody who's out there and, you know, we always check these guys. So that's what they do in, the, in draft night. Do you guys think it's going to be one of these nights where we're going to have like tons of trades all through the, the night or we're going to be kind of bam, bam, bam right down it the It may line? be one of those nights to where you hear who wants the quarterbacks and how can they move up to get them? Yep. Because yeah. there's about, uh, if you count Stroud, there's about four of them. So yep. I, what the team has to decide is, is somebody going to draft to get ahead of me and take one of these guys, or might they be there, you know, when they get to me? That's what we're going to have to figure out. Yeah, the, I think the pivotal team is Houston because they're yeah, going to, yeah. you know, if they yeah. if they take a quarterback now, two quarterbacks are gone. Does somebody trade down to Arizona to get ahead of Indianapolis and yep. take another quarterback? Yeah. Go ahead, Robert. Um, I, I've heard that there's possibly five quarterbacks that could be picked in the first round. Okay, who's, who's the, the fifth? Yeah. Who are the fifth so, one? We have Stroud, we have uh, Levis, Young, Bryce and Young. Richardson. Yeah. yeah, and Richardson. And the, who's fifth, the fifth? and the fifth one might be Hendon Hooker. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was yeah. Say. yeah. yeah. The, the thing with Hendon Hooker, though, remember, is he's going to be a project because he's probably not going to be ready to play this year. Yeah. No. When was Bill, the, injury, what are the, the end of the season, wasn't it? It was. Bill, last, what are you hearing second about Second to the, the last Colts? game. 
Call Tom here and uh, what's the guy from Kentucky? Uh, Levitz. Will Levitz is what I'm hearing. I'd rather rather them get Richardson, actually, to tell you the truth. But because, 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 because I think his upside and potential is off the chart. And, and Will, Levitz, Will Levitz, the way he struggled yeah. at Kentucky and he couldn't make it at Penn State. And if you can't make it at Kentucky so much, I don't know. Um, Bill, do you want um, if Houston doesn't take a quarterback and nobody trades up and Stroud still did? Do you want Stroud or you still want Richards? I would probably take Stroud in that particular case. Yeah, I think you know he and he and Young are about the only two that they're saying that I would take it. I yeah, would yeah. I would take right right now. If I mean, if you gave me that choice. Yeah. So okay. that's what I would do. But what I would do and what happens is, well, we know, well, we know, we know, Bill, that we know the Colts are a little bit yeah. I'm in their back. I'm, I'm just sure, uh, wondering, Sean, as you, as a Houston fan, what would you do with, with number two? I would, oh, man, I would take Stroud either way. I mean, but the Texans are going to screw it up. Okay. <laughs> well, we got that prediction. But, well, uh, well yeah. now, so now, okay, this is a good start. Sean says that the. The Texans are going to screw theirs up. Bill says the Colts are going to screw theirs up. Let's just hope that now that we have hit two minutes before the hour, Sean yeah. doesn't screw up the wrap-up. So, Sean, wrap it up. home. Yeah. No, I will not screw this up because next week, remember, if you have any topic ideas or any other comments, hit us up four times at allthingsradio.net or 800-693-0595, option two. And we're not going to know what each other's topics are next week, so they may be repeats. And if they're good, hey, then that's a good sign. But you got to hear because uh, it's your Sports Lounge Live, uh, download the podcast where you get your podcasts, and stay tuned for Book Talk with the award-winning hosts Jenny Sparks and Nolan Crabb. And until next Tuesday, we are out of here.